What's up, everyone? Welcome to the In One Accord podcast, where we explore the background, lyrics, and musical expression of the songs we sing and why we sing them. Our desire is to glorify God through songs that are biblically sound, worshiping together in harmony, and living in complete agreement with Christ. That is In One Accord. Johnny Broadworth and I'm Tim Plaster and we're excited this is our first ever episode on the in one accord podcast we're excited to be looking at how great Psalm 145 today by Sovereign Grace Music originally though this was written by David it's a psalm from the book of Psalms Uh, this psalm David titled it a song of praise and what's cool about that it's actually the only psalm In the entire book, that's labeled a song of praise, Mm. even though the whole book is a book of songs of praise to the Lord. He titled it as this, and this psalm is, it's a series of six psalms that ends the book. It's all about praising God. Each one is more focused. It's a crescendo. It's each one is just more and more like praise the Lord, praise him for all of these different things. So Psalm 145 is all about praise the Lord, praise God for all of these amazing things that he has done. And we'll get into that as we look at the song. Uh, But what's cool is the last six Psalms of the entire book of Psalms, the word praise is repeated 46 times. So it's really a focus of praise. And so what Sovereign Grace has done is they've taken the song, How Great, and they're putting scripture to music saying, hey, let's praise the Lord. How great. Praise the Lord all the focus of that. So mm. as we dive into the songs, Tim, uh, what were you noticing as you were studying the song itself? So, uh, so starting with the chorus, starting with the chorus, which reads, how great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. How great is the Lord, our God, how great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And there's a pretty common theme of, uh, how great God is and how worthy he is of being praised. And the more you read the Psalms, the more you realize that David, Uh, He just absolutely loved to praise God. Um, And when Pastor Ben says amen on Sundays, uh, it's easy to just close our Bible and to move on and go about our business. Uh, But we see in this example that that David truly loved to praise the Lord. And uh, it reminds me that my praise my praise and my life needs to really just improve and become more and more. Um, And another thing that David points out a lot of the times is he truly recognized how worthy God is of his praise. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he truly saw God as deserving of his praise, which is no different from, from us. Uh, God is deserving of our praise and really it should bubble forth in our lives. It should show Um, But David meditates, really meditates on the majesty and the wondrous works of God. And uh, that entire chorus comes from verse 3 of Psalm 145. It says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. And we're going to be focusing on that really for this whole first, I guess you could say, season of the podcast. We're looking at, okay, what does it mean to worship the Lord? What does it mean to say that he's worthy? How great is the Lord? Um, to praise him. What does that mean? Hmm. And what are we saying when we sing these songs? Uh, And so to start off with this song, it's really a great opportunity to see like, okay, what does it mean to say how great is the Lord and greatly to be praised? What what are we doing when we praise the Lord? And I think 
such a big part of that is delight, right? Delighting mm. in the Lord. Uh, he's our joy. He's what we focus on, what we love to talk about, who we love to spend time with, right? There's just, that's, that's where our heart is content is in the Lord. And he's so worthy of that. Our souls are satisfied in him. Mm. Uh, looking at the first verse of the song, uh, he says, I'll bless your name, O God, each day that I awake. From dawn to setting sun, your greatness I'll proclaim. Your glory far exceeds all human thought. So with each breath, I'll bless your name, O God. And giving some background to the psalm, Psalm 145, uh, some of the history that I was reading, it said that observant Jews would repeat this psalm three times a day, twice in the morning and once in the evening. Wow. Uh, which is a really neat practice. And mm. I think, you know, a practical application of this for us, uh, you know, if we sing the song in the morning when we're getting up and getting ready for the day or even to end the day mm. singing the song, and it's a practical application of Scripture, right? Uh, verse 2 of Psalm 145 says this, Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever, right? Whatever moment, whatever the context, God is deserving of our praise in all the moments, Mm. right? So whether you're waking up from dawn to setting sun, right? All those moments, God's greatness, we're going to proclaim it, right? Uh, What were you seeing as you were studying verse two? Well, uh, before we leave verse one, one thing that I noticed, it says, all bless your name, O God. And, you know, we see this every once in a while in songs like 10,000 Reasons, uh, where we sing that we want to bless the Lord. And it's a different type of blessing. When God blesses us, he fully satisfies us with his perfect will. Um, But what it means here uh, is something completely different. In this case, it means to praise, exalt, and to worship him, specifically uh, it means to express humble adoration of God. And like you mentioned, uh, proclaiming. Proclaiming should remind us that we should communicate God's greatness to others, whether it's through word or just through the mm-hmm. way that we that we live our lives. And so I love that part in, uh, in the first verse. Yeah, thanks for catching that. That's a good point for sure. Yeah, and in the second verse, um, let's see, the second verse I wanted to read says, Your name will be revered by children yet to come, as generations sing of wonders that you have done. Your strong and mighty deeds are always near. O God most high, your name will be revered. And I wanted to read from verses, uh, verses 10 through 13 from Psalm 145. It says, All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of your glory, of the glory in your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to, to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. And then verse 13 says, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to think of how long ago this was written and how true it is even today right. and right. yet to come. Well, I think even in Psalm 145, verse 4, it says, One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. And I think, you know, oftentimes it's good to remember all of the things that the Lord has done in the past because that increases our faith and our trust in Him for the future, right? You look at... Even Hebrews 11, the hall of faith of looking, wow, all of these people trusted in the Lord and the Lord was faithful to him, to them, Mm. right? And he continues to be faithful generation after generation. So maybe you're a parent with children or, 
you know, you're teaching a class to younger people or you're discipling someone who just became a believer or you're talking to someone who's been a believer for a long time. It's good to remember all of the ways that the Lord has been faithful because we can praise him for that and our faith and trust in him that he's going to continue to be faithful. That gives him glory. Like, hey, these people are still trusting God because he's going to continue being faithful. He never stops being faithful, being great, being deserving of praise. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, On to verse 3. Verse 3 says, Your gracious hand provides for all who live and breathe. Your mercy runs to find the helpless and the weak. And as I was reading through that, I was drawn to verse 8 and 9. Um, and the words gracious and merciful come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it even says in verse 8 and 9 that he is slow in anger and abounding in steadfast love. Uh, so not only is God gracious in giving us what we don't deserve, but he's also full of mercy and he doesn't give us what we do deserve. And I think it's important to remember that as we sing, as we sing verse 3. Absolutely, yeah. He, like... He wants to care for his creation. He loves his creation, right? And Mm. so for those of us who are redeemed, who are his children, he cares for us. He loves us. We don't have to question whether he's going to provide. Even the fact that we can breathe every day, the food that he puts on the table for us, the finances, spiritually, the the Holy Spirit who guides us and helps us in our walk. He provides in so many ways. We could spend every day thinking about different ways that he provides. Mm. And we could praise him for all of those Mm. things, the gifts for the ability to do the work that we do. Uh, Moving on to verse four of the song, it says, forever without end, creation will rejoice when works of wicked men you finally destroy. I remember the first time I sang the song, it kind of caught me off guard. (laughs) Those lyrics, I was like, whoa, you Mm. don't really sing about rejoicing in the destruction of wicked people. It, It felt weird. But it's true and it's good. You look at the end of Psalm 145 and it says this in verse 20, the Mm. Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. Mm. Yeah. And he's worthy of praise for that because it's a display of his holiness and his justice that he's not going to let wrongdoing go unpunished. He will right every wrong. And that's worthy of praise, and we should praise him too because he's redeemed us in Christ so that we won't experience that wrath because Christ took that wrath for us, and we can praise him for that. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, and in verse 4, musically, this is when things go go really go down and, and, the, and the instruments kind of step aside for a minute, and it's great to do what you, what you did, and that is you recognize the words. What we're singing here, this is something different. Uh, but then uh, right after the first half of the verse, the instruments start to come in and we start to build back up uh, when it says your your power will proclaim till Christ descends and you will reign forever without end. And such a great promise to remember that we read all throughout scripture, but then to sing it in, in such a crescendo, a buildup that leads right back into how great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. This is awesome to be able to sing this with such such energy uh, and dynamics in that part. Right. And when we say crescendo, maybe you're not musical and you're like, what is a crescendo? And that's building back up is what you said. Basically, mm. it starts out quiet, but it gets louder and louder and louder and louder until you're as loud as you can sing it. Right. And so 
looking forward to eternity right in that last chorus it gets louder and louder and louder and then the band drops out but all the voices are in so strong just how How great great. is the lord and greatly to be praised and that's what we're going to be singing for all eternity with all the saints from the top of our lungs god is great and greatly to be praised hallelujah i cannot wait for that yeah (laughs) and the fact that we get to do that with brothers and sisters every sunday what a gift yeah So one thing that we want to do with this podcast is not just talk about what these words mean, but give some application, right? Of like, okay, when is a good time to sing this? Maybe what time of day or where or why would be a good reason to sing this? So Mm. what what would be some good application for this song? So uh, this morning my wife woke up and she had told me of of a song that she had just started singing. Like the first, it was the first words that came into her mind. And it was such a great uh, idea to have a song be the very first thing. And sure enough, that song is in your head for that morning, you know. And so to sing how great and to remember how great God is, to memorize these words, I'll bless your name, O God, each day that I awake, uh, to even memorize them and to be able to sing them first thing in the morning is so great. Yep. Exactly. It just sets the tone for your day. And on the flip side, maybe you sing the song at the end of the day, right? Maybe work wasn't so good, or maybe there's something that really just threw off your day. But to then sing these words and mm-hmm. remember, God is great and greatly to be praised for all these reasons, right? He provides for us. He hears our prayers. He's just and he's holy, but he's good, right? We can praise him for those things, and that can help bring closure to a day rather than complaining or venting or being frustrated, right? Going to bed thankful and joyful in the Lord. Right. Uh, And there's always something to be thankful for. There's always something to be praiseworthy or excellent, as we're reminded in Philippians 4, 8. And uh, to remember that at the end of the day, maybe something that you need to do. So you're right. Anytime this song is so great to, to know. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us for this first episode of In One Accord. We look forward to diving into all types of songs, whether it's a hymn, a psalm, a song that we sing on a regular basis at Compass, or maybe a new song that we haven't sung before. We hope that this is a blessing to you and that it enriches your worship through music. 